Blessings. everybody. Blessings. Yeah, welcome, 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 yeah, welcome. Hey, y'all. Hey, we are man. in here we are today. In here. Surprise, going live a little early today. Yes, but yes, yes. I pray okay. that you made it. If you're going to work, I pray that you made it safely. If you're yes. going on your way to work, I pray that you're making it safely there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And if you got to go in a little later on today, I pray that you make it safely, safely. as you travel. Yes, to and yes, from yes. your destinations today. Look, today um, it's in the what we're going to be talking about. It's in the stream here. So in the description, uh, we're going to talk about breaking soul ties. Breaking soul ties. Yes, yeah. Last week we talked about um, unforgiveness, um, and I know we had some more to get into that, and we will, we will. Uh, but today uh, it's impressed upon us to um, go into soul ties. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we start talking about these different areas, I think it's really important. I'm just sharing this stream here. I think it's really important to start with, you know, there are some areas in which we as believers find ourselves entangled at times. And um, even, you know, even leaders can find um, themselves entangled in different things. Um, And I think, you know, sometimes we don't, really get into these different areas that affect leaders, that affect believers. Um, And so we want to start to break open some of these things um, because truly walking free and healed is the Father's plan for us, Father God's plan for us. So um, let's get into it. Yeah. So what is a soul tie? Um, Let's get into that. And um, if you see me looking down, actually um, looking at part of a book that I actually wrote on this subject. Um, yeah, a tie is something that binds, um, <laughs> something that binds, constrains, confines. Um, it also limits one's activity. Okay. So when you're looking at a tie is something that binds, constrains, confines, limits one activity. So it restricts freedom. It restricts freedom. Wow. It establishes a position to hinder yeah. or to bring a stop to make inactive. Hey, Deacon Heidi. Hey, Deacon Heidi. So great to see you. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, the soul is defined as the will of man. Yeah. Okay. It's the seed of our emotions, um, our desire. So when we bring these two together, we can conclude that a soul tie is to bind your soul to another. Through will, emotion, passions, and desires. I'm going to say that again. A soul tie is to bind your soul to another through will, emotions, passion, and desires. Mm -hmm. So soul ties can be both positive and negative. I think this is important because we're... Today we're talking about breaking soul ties, but in order to break something, you have to have understanding of what it is overall. Right. So you can have actually, you know, a positive soul tie. You can have a healthy soul tie. Yes, we have a healthy soul tie. We do have a healthy soul tie. <laughs> um, when you are married, your soul is tied to another. Yes. And that is, um, I found the one who my soul loveth. Um, that is an example of a healthy soul tie. Yeah. Um, it can be. Um yeah. I look at David and Jonathan in the Bible. Um, it says that their souls were joined to one another. Their friendship, that's another healthy form of a soul tie. So marital covenant, family relationships, 
friendships, all of these things can be healthy soul ties. They can be healthy. They can be healthy soul ties. And I think that's just an important point because sometimes um, I know that we get in a space where, you know, we demonize everything. Yeah, I've 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 been there with you, you demon because I when I address soul ties, yeah. it always have been from a breaking free um perspective. Yes. And and not a joining together um activity. Yeah. Of, of how to join with somebody of your likeness, of your of your like mindedness. Yes. Um and and how that could also um expedite the growth of friendships of mm-hmm. divine connections yes. Yeah. yes 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 so soul ties can be both healthy and godly yeah. soul ties can be both healthy and godly um and so as we get into this because we're going to get into it as we get into this um let's talk about some negative soul ties um yeah we can have negative soul ties with in friendship Right. Um, Proverbs 22, 24 through 25 says, make no friendship with an angry man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the furious man do not go. Otherwise, you'll learn his ways and get a snare to your soul. Yeah. So Proverbs 22, 24 through 25 shows us that you can have a negative friendship soul tie. Mm. That if you become friends with an angry man, that this person, you'll learn that person's ways you yeah. beca- and have a snare to your soul. We also see it in um, 2 Corinthians 6. This is what we all know. Um, do not be unequally yoked together. Yeah. <clears throat> Elder Michelle, Deacon Sarah, welcome. Yeah. Um, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers because mm-hmm. what fellowship has light with darkness or righteousness with unrighteousness. You know the scripture. So that's also talking about soul ties that you can get into. You are yoked. This is another example of soul tie. And then uh, another example. And, and, that, and that yoking yeah, come on. Um, is where where you go, they go. And where they go, you go. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you're bonded. You bind together. You're bind together. Yes. Um, we also see in sexual relationships. That's another area yeah. of soul tie. Um, in the Bible, it says that uh, in 1 Corinthians 6, 15 through 16, that the two become one flesh. Yeah. Okay. So when there is sexual relations with another person, the two become one flesh. That creates a soul, a soul tie. tie. Okay. So when we're talking about soul ties, um, to catch everybody up that's just coming in the room, that they can be both positive and negative. Okay. Um, and when we start to talk about ungodly soul ties, we are getting into <clears throat> unhealthy relationships. Unhealthy relationships. Unhealthy ties that you join to by your will, by your emotion, by your passions, by your desires. Okay. And, you know, um, Apostle Will, one of the things that I'm seeing, too, is that a lot of believers, once they come over to being a believer, stop to evaluate their relationships. Mm -hmm. They no longer evaluate the ties that they are making. You can make a negative, ungodly soul tie while you are a believer if you're not walking in spiritual discernment. Yeah. 
if you're not deserting the spirits that are coming into your life, you can have a, a ungodly mm -hmm. negative soul tie that you have joined to even after salvation. Wow. <clears throat> wow. So these are ties that will ties that will try to disconnect you from your savior. Yes, from your God assignment, from your God purpose. Yeah. It can be, you know, relationships that you come into because there is a lack of discerning of spirits mm -hmm. that a lot of believers walk in a lack of um, hearing God. And you can join yourself mm -hmm. after salvation because of lack of spiritual intelligence, spiritual um, knowing. Yeah. You can come into a relationship with someone that's uncommon soul time. Jesus. So what's the fruit of this? What's what's how do we know? How do we know that we've gotten into these ungodly cell ties? Well, I know I know you you going clinical with the book, but I I I know one of the ways that um I have identified soul ties in others and in myself yeah. is the character trait. Um yes. what character traits have I taken on that really belongs to someone else? Mm -hmm. belong to the other person. That's right. But because of the soul tie, I began to uh, maybe say things in the manner that they would say. I began to, um, mm -hmm. maybe I wasn't a negative person. I was always uh, a positive driven person, but now negativity has got into um, my language, uh, you know, and and now I'm, I'm speaking how they would speak. You know, those are types of negative soul ties that that I, that I know. Um, Absolutely. I, I mean, even in positive soul ties, you know, um, when we first met, just to give an example, when we first met, um, you did not talk a lot. That's true. <laughs> That's you true. really talked at all. I mean, you were very, very few words. 1,000 words a day. 1,000 words, and maybe 100. Um, but, <laughs> um, but through our soul tie, you talk a lot more. Mama, Mama Cindy said I talk a lot now. <laughs> that um, some of my character traits um, and frankly, some of your character traits in bringing me down, um, those things, because we are tied, yeah. um, I have learned to be a lot more calm patience right um and it <laughs> you know so it is um in a godly way it's also in an uncommon way that those things begin to show up um and some of the things we see in ungodly ungodly so ties is dominating and controlling behavior okay wow. when there is a ungodly soul tie you know you will be um maybe manipulated to do things that um, are ungodly, um, whether it's, you know, um, just talking about church for a minute, taking the side of someone else, you know, um, talking against your leaders, um, dominating, controlling behavior, you know, keeping you in a space where, you know, if you don't do what I say, then I'm no longer talking to you, controlling you with like behaviors like that. Yeah. You know, if this happens, then that and that, that, that. And so like you can see those things um, from that standpoint. Um, I would say another thing 
that happens in ungodly soul ties is a um is a obsessive preoccupation mm-hmm. with a person. Mm-hmm. Um you many of you may have found that when you um came to a space of being connected with someone um that you that preoccupation with that individual thinking about that individual a lot um you know is preoccupied with thoughts about that person yeah okay um manipulating conversations mm-hmm. that go against the will of god for your life mm-hmm. that you know go against um your own will you making a decision you know i, I think this one is really important because even as senior leaders of um of of a ministry and leading people um it is never our goal to make that person go against their own will even if it is the will of god for their life we cannot make them them there is no space where we make people do the things that we want them to do you know we're gonna you know batter you and beat you about tithing or you know this and that like those are ungodly spaces of ties that we can come into as leaders where your leader can become an ungodly soul tie Mm -hmm. your boss at work okay i'm talking about in all rounds when we start pushing people against their will and making a decision yeah ungodly soul tie ungodly soul tie wow um, yeah, you know, a, another area is the real talk area mm-hmm. where that person then has to divulge sensitive information about themselves. Mm-hmm. That's a soul tie. That's often how soul ties begin is in the revealing stage, mm-hmm. you know, where we start to have conversations into soul areas. Um, our spiritual father says something, uh, you know, I'm not allow anyone to walk around in my soul. Don't let let anyone walk around in your soul. What that means is giving someone permission to get into your soul areas, Mm -hmm. you know, get into those areas of your soul for the purpose of control, manipulation, uh, dominating you, telling you what to do. um, That when we, get into even spiritual counsel Mm -hmm. with individuals, we must be careful that there is permission given and that we're not trying to manipulate their will. We are giving them godly counsel for them to make a godly decision. This is how you know the difference between a soul tie Mm -hmm. and a healthy soul tie and an ungodly one. Does that person have their will still? Is that person's will still in in effect? Is it still active? Because even in our godly soul time, you know, I cannot make you do things that I want you to do. That's ungodly. Yeah. And some marriages are unhealthy soul ties, ungodly soul ties. You know, let's talk about how how this can happen also. Yeah. Is that when you are so impressed with a person. Ooh. what they have, what they know, who yes. they are. When you are so impressed with the person, you're willing to give of yourself 
and allow that person into your soul area. Yes. You open up your soul to that individual based on ungodly and ungodly entrance. And here it is. Even though it's an ungodly interest, it's a legal interest because you open the, open, open the, the door. door. Yes. This is when we get into areas of deliverance. Yeah. Because often the ties that need to be broken in your life are doors you opened yourself. Okay. Now, when we break a, let's just say you have an unhealthy soul tie with a mate. And let's go even go as far as a spouse. Okay. You can break the ungodly soul tie. Mm -hmm. and create a new paradigm, create a new model of marriage, right? So we're not saying go get divorced, mm -hmm. okay? <laughs> when I say leave your spouse, we're saying that a new paradigm, a new model, a new blueprint for how you handle each other must be adjusted. Even with your best friend, I hear this very strongly that some of you have best friends or people that you call your best friend that you're in relationship with, and it's ungodly, okay? And one of the things, the ungodly soul side, one of the things that you think of doing immediately is, well, let me get out of this. Let me just shut the door on this. And not, that's not the answer to everything, okay? We have to grow up spiritually. The answer is not always to block everybody, to shut this person out of our lives. Spiritual maturity says that maybe I need to make an adjustment. I need to make an adjustment of how I am, uh, how I am connecting with this person. The tie that I'm having with this person needs to become a godly one instead of an ungodly tie. Okay. It needs to become a godly one instead of an ungodly one. So this is, um, when we talk about this, you know, we see, um, you know, some examples of unhealthy relationships, adultery, of course, if you with somebody else's husband, that's going to be ungodly. Premature sexual relationships, you're not married, okay? That's going to be another one, okay? that's Those are just off the bat. Relationships that require large parts of yourself, possibly already told us that, like your resources, your time, your energy, your finances, those can be unhealthy soul ties. Um, abusive relationships, of course. Fleshly focused relationships. You know, this scripture, I, I, I thought about this. I had to go look up the scripture. And this scripture, wow, it's speaking. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, you know, they use the term now, um, or they used to use the term being thirsty. Mm. Being thirsty. Mm. Get this. Psalm 63 and 1. Oh, God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. Yes. My soul. Thirst for you. So wow. your soul is thirsty. Your soul can be thirsty, but thirsty for what? Yes. What is, is your soul crying? What is your good. song lo longing soul for? for? Yes. Right? Our song loads for something. So David said, look, my soul, my as far as my soul, my soul longs for you. Yes. Right? So if he said, if, if there's a distinction of my soul longs for you, who is God, mm -hmm. that means that my soul can actually long for other things to tie into other yes. people that look for goes out looking for something to tie to other than God. Yeah. And that's when we get into the, the, the desire seat. Yeah. Making sure our desires are godly because that's going to show up in our relationships. Yeah. Whatever our soul is longing for is going to show up 
in our relationships with our spouse, with our best friend, with our friends, with our church members, with our people that we do life with, with our leaders, with your work people. It's going to mm -hmm. show up that thirsting of your soul. Yeah. And, you know, our soul longs for the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But when you get into your soul thirsting for acceptance, mm -hmm. maybe you've been rejected. So your soul thirsts to be accepted. It thirsts for belonging. It thirsts for status. It thirsts for prosperity. This is how you get into ungodly soul ties. Yeah. Very good. Very good. This is how we get into it. Okay. Because we got to definitely get out of it. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, um, you know, our um, daughter Chanel, hey there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, hey, you know, we love, they love to go to the end and yeah. we need to go to the end because we only got a few, yeah, but yes, acceptance is the gateway drug. Absolutely, yes. Mia. Hey there, for sure. Um, it's a few tips we want to give and then we're going to get to your question because I really I only have a few minutes. The, number one, um, one of the ways to start to break free from soul ties is to repent, 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 repent. Have a change of mind. Have a change of mind. Whatever that you've come into that's present in your life that you know is ungodly, that desire area and or that relationship, repent of both. Two, verbally renounce the soul tie. Using the individual's name through the blood of Jesus Christ until it is broken. Yeah. You keep calling her. She's still in your mind space. You keep calling him. He's still in your mind yes. space. Renounce. Renounce it. Renounce it. Renounce it by name. Okay. That's very important. Specifically, renounce by name. Okay? Also, George, blessings. Blessings. Apostles. Yes. So you're going to renounce by name. Okay. Repent. Renounce. Also, find an accountability. Find a leader to be accountable to. It should be your spiritual leader. If you have a pastor that you cannot trust in this area, then that is a problem. Your spiritual leader should be someone you can go to yeah. to be accountable in this area. And then lastly, okay, have you find go to your accountability through your spiritual leader. Lastly, forgive yourself. Okay. Let go of any guilt and shame. Okay. So forgive yourself, release yourself, release, release yourself from guilt and shame, and then release forgiveness to the person that you were connected to, okay? Release yourself and release forgiveness to the person you were connected to, okay? Now going to then Chanel's question about how do you train your soul to be, um, to, to thirst and long for God? Okay? I think, you know, one of the things that it talks about this, right before this scripture is early will I seek thee. That when you begin to seek the Lord, okay, you um, seek first the kingdom, seek the face of God, that when we seek God, then our soul can be healed. Okay, our soul can be whole. That we can, our soul can be healed. And um, the, the top of that scripture, is that Psalm 63, honey? Psalm yeah, Psalm 63. 63. That it... Um, it says, oh, God, you are my God. So the way you begin to soul, train your soul is to make sure that Jesus Christ is master and Lord over your life. Mm -hmm. Lordship. It's the, the spiritual law of lordship um, that the, the master and the Lord of your life is Jesus Christ. Okay, you want to start there. 
Oh God, you are my God. Love you, Denise. Love you, Denise. That early will you seek God. So you have to put yourself in a place of seeking God. Okay. This can retrain your your both your soul, your senses to get in the place of longing for God, being in the place where God is the only one you thirst for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't thirst for uh Apostle Will. I thirst for I God. Thirst for God, I thirst for God and I love and I honor him and I respect him. But God is the God is the place that I align to. I thirst for God and God gave me Apostle E as my cup of Kool-Aid. He gave mm -hmm. us the desire <laughs> of our heart, yes, which is did. one another. Thank Amen. God for that. But we keep ourselves in the right space. Keep ourselves in the right God space. first, always. Amen. Blessings to all of you. Thank y'all so much for joining us for, joining for this time of breaking soul yeah. ties. Um, quick prayer. Yes. Father, um, we thank you for everyone who joined us today. Um, everyone who's watching this video, whether they watch it in real time or they watch replays, um, thank you for them sharing this with someone who needs to break soul ties. I thank you, Father, that even those that have watched this video, they're like, oh, that don't apply to me. I thank you, Father, that some of them are going to go back to elementary school, go back to middle school. They're going to go back to different relationships that they have had over time that they never severed the cord of, that some of those relationships are still speaking in their lives now. And they're going to see some of those traits. Holy Spirit is even revealing now, illuminating some of those traits that have continued over the years that may be showing up in their marriage, maybe showing up in their new friendships, maybe showing up in their workplace. I thank you, Father, for revealing so that they can heal. You reveal to heal. And I thank you for severing those ties. In Jesus' name, they will repent. They will renounce specifically. They will release themselves to be forgiven. They will release that person by forgiving them. And they will be accountable to a spiritual leader so that they walk forward in victory in Jesus' name. It is so. Amen. Amen. Blessings to you Blessings all. Thank you so much for joining us. Amen. Blessings. Blessings.